Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Who to start, who to sit for week five of the NFL season next on Fantasy Football Today in five. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Heath Cummings to talk about some start-sit calls for Week 5. And we'll just jump right in with Thursday Night Football. We learned on Wednesday that Jonathan Taylor will not play, which isn't surprising. Only three days removed from that ankle injury. Hopefully he'll be okay for Week 6. But that leaves us with both starting running backs for the Broncos and Colts out in this one. And we'll start with uh, Naheem Hines. How high are you ranking Naheem Hines for Week 5? He's a low-end number two running back in full PPR, more of a flex in non-PPR. I think he'll probably split early downs with Philip Lindsay or Deion Jackson, whoever they decide to run out there for 10 carries. I don't expect them to run the ball effectively because they couldn't run the ball effectively when they had Jonathan Taylor. But I would be would expect him to get, catch a few more passes. And uh, if he scores, he'll probably finish top 15. Yeah, and Hines has played 50% of the snaps in 10 career games. He's averaged 17.5 PPR points. However, that's probably skewed by the fact that if Naheem Hines is playing 50% of the snaps, it probably means that the Colts are playing from behind and he's getting a lot of targets. So, hey, if that happens this week, that's probably good for him. So it's uh, not necessarily the worst outcome. He's my number 18 running back. So I've got him in like AJ Dillon, Ezekiel Elliott, Miles Sanders range of guys who you probably need to score a touchdown to be top 15 backs. Uh, What about the Broncos backfield? I assume you have Melvin Gordon ranked higher than Naheem Hines. He has one spot out of Naheem Hines. He should be higher if he hadn't been so miserably bad this season, just dropping the football at every opportunity. Um, I, I, I think the most likely outcome is he's getting 15 plus touches, but they've, They've seemingly benched him a couple times already this year yeah. because he dropped the ball. Um, so I do think there is some risk there. And I, I again, I think this is a pretty good Colts defense. I'm not sure that he's going to run the ball efficiently. Um, I definitely like him significantly more than Hines in non-PPR. But in full PPR, they are one spot apart. I believe 20 and 21 in the rankings. Yeah, I've got them 16 and 18. So very similar range. Um how would you rank them relative to Falcons running back Tyler Algier, who we expect to be the, the lead running back with uh, Cordell Patterson out? I've got them both significantly ahead of Algier for now. He's more of a low-end flex. I don't like how close the split was between him and Caleb Huntley. Mm-hmm. I just don't like this Falcons offense very much, and I can't believe that the Buccaneers' run defense is as bad as it looked against the Chiefs. On Sunday night, I kind of expect this game to be one where the Buccaneers really reassert themselves. So I don't have a lot of projected points for the Falcons. I will point out, I think Caleb Huntley, all 10 of his carries came in that stretch where the Falcons just decided we're just going to run the ball and do nothing else. And they did that 14 snaps in a row, which is pretty unheard of in the modern NFL. But their offense right now is kind of unheard of in terms of how much they're running the ball. Uh, Tyler Algier or the Patriots running backs, Damian Harrison, Ramondre Stevenson. I have both Patriots running backs inside my top 20 this week. Um, I Great think matchup against the Lions. Fantastic matchup against the Lions, and 
who knows who's playing quarterback for the Patriots. They might run the ball 45 times in this game. So I, I like both Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. I think I have both of them ahead of Hines and Melvin Gordon as well. Uh, are we starting Deontay Johnson with Kenny Pickett making his first start against what might be the best defense in the NFL and the Buffalo Bills? I've got him as a low-end number two wide receiver. If you start three wide receivers, I think you're definitely starting. But if you start two wide receivers, it's it's questionable. There are guys like Curtis Samuel and Chris Olave and Christian Kirk, Brandon Cooks, who were drafted behind Deontay Johnson, who I would start over Deontay Johnson this week. But he's not ranked so low that I would totally go away from him. The really interesting thing is going to be, does he dominate targets from Kenny Pickett like he's dominated targets from Ben Roethlisberger and Mitch Trubisky? He obviously didn't in the in the first half of football with Pickett, but I don't take much away from that. Yeah, I mean, it was 13 passes. George Pickens got four of them. Deontay Johnson got two. I, I don't think you can really take much from that, except, I, you know, I, my, my general sense would be that you're hoping – Picking or Pickett is just that's that's confusing. Pickens yeah. and Pickett both being rookies for the Steelers. You're hoping Kenny Pickett is just an upgrade for this offense and can at least make them a little more explosive than Mitchell Trubisky would, which you're hoping just benefits both Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. But at least for me, I'm still clearly expecting Deontay Johnson to be the number one wide receiver. I am. I will say if it turns into a 1A, 1B situation and Deontay Johnson doesn't see a significant increase in his efficiency, he's going to be almost useless because his entire value has been based on the fact that he gets 11 or 12 targets every week. He's been one of the least efficient wide receivers ever. Yeah, just, you know, we're going on now four quarterbacks or three quarterbacks over four years where Deontay Johnson has dominated targets. So I feel pretty good about projecting that, yeah. but yeah, it, it, it would be bad for him if it was a one, a one B situation. I, I agree with that. Well, we'll do one more uh, start sick question before we close out real quick. And it's just at quarterback, where, where are you ranking Tom Brady? And would you rank someone like Trevor Lawrence or Jared Goff ahead of him this week? No, I do have Lawrence as a top 12 option, but I've got Brady at number six this week. I pretty much just think Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are there. Everything's fine. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are not. Everything's not fine. But I I do, like we saw, the even the run-pass split had gone really run-heavy, and then Godwin and Evans are back. Run-pass split goes even more insane in favor of throwing the ball. So I, I don't think the Falcons can stop Tampa Bay from doing whatever they want, and what they want to do when they have their wide receivers is throw. I agree with that. I've got Tom Brady, number seven. So agreed, like Jared Goff and J Trevor Lawrence, both as top 12 guys this week, but Tom Brady a little more. So that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back with a Thursday night football recap and some more week five start sit questions in tomorrow's episode. We'll see you then. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24 seven. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.